We're ready. We're ready to make you horny. You want to laugh? Um, What? I was I was sleeping with someone, and they're like, "Do you have like trouble sleeping?" And I'm like, "No, nah, I like sleep fine. Like most of the nights, like." Right. And like you be choking in your sleep, Oh my <laughs> God. and I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, sometimes you like look like you're seizing, and you just like they go back to sleep, and I'm like, "Okay, like." And so it had me shook for a second because I was like, Goodness gracious. "Do I have a problem sleeping?" And then I thought about it, and I'm like, "I see my mouth open, and I mean mouth wide." Oh, oh. And I so I was like, so I looked it up online. I was like, "All right, like let's see what it is." But um, most definitely I'll get it checked out when I go back to the doctor. But I think it's just because of my tonsils and my tongue. <laughs> so it made me Do laugh. you snore? I do. And I'm like, Okay, that makes sense. so I'm like, just get these tonsils. Ooh. But also, Honey. before the pandemic, I hated sleeping around my teammates. Because my mouth will be wide open. I mean, wide. Like, ah. And that makes sense, yeah. But I just found out, like, maybe it's just because I have a big tongue. And, like, if your tongue Mm is -hmm. pressed back, it can cause you to choke. So, hopefully. Ain't It's... nothing wrong with a big tongue. Ain't no wrong. Well, apparently there is. Well, in terms of sleeping, possibly, I can Yeah. see that. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, it has, it has other benefits. If that Yeah. comes with it, that comes with it. Okay. All right. So we are... Oh, no. You do not need copyright information. All right. We are back. <laughs> With the other Southerners podcast, if you don't know, now you know. We are also doing Spotify, Anchor, and YouTube. So now you can watch us via YouTube. And if you figure it out, we can watch us on Spotify as well. And we'll let you Is all it know. not posted on Apple Music yet either? No, it's not. Okay. I think Not that's to boo boo. Let's double check. But we're not on Apple yet. So tell your friend, tell your neighbor, tell your enemy to listen to us frequently so you can get on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Because so the more listens we get, the more unlocks we get. so please, 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 please listen to us so we can get on Apple Podcasts. But yeah, um, this is the other Southerners podcast. My name is Jamala Reed, uh, that otherwise known as Southern Heat, born and raised in Houston, Texas, now living in Chicago, where I wish I had some Southern Heat. And then my co-host, none other than the one, the only, I'm not going to introduce them. Because they can introduce themselves. And y'all see how sexy they look right now? Like, come on. Oh, my goodness. Stay some sexiness for the rest of us. Like, I'm getting bored for just looking at you right now. Sorry, babes. I can't. I can't save anything for y'all. I gotta make sure I eat with no crumbs on my plate. No crumbs left. Um, the Dallas Diamond from Dallas, Texas. Per, I like when you introduce me though. Like, honestly, it's nice when I could just sit back and smile at the camera and be pretty. But we'll say that for next time. All right. I mean, if you want me to redo the intros, I can redo the intro. Mm, I mean, hey, go ahead. Hit it. And none other than my co-host. Two degrees. Two masters from the University of Oklahoma, shall I say. Y'all may know him as the baddest bitch to walk this earth. Many of us look at him, look up to look at him, okay? Quite No, literally. quite literally. <laughs> When he walks in a room, 
when you stand up, you still look like you sitting down and you got to go on your toes to earn the respect. Because that's because not under, the, the Dallas Diamond is on this podcast with us today, shining and gracing us with his presence. I just want to say the blind is iconic. I just found out I'm into blondes. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> blondes do really have more fun. Like, and I mean, hey, I get to just do what the fuck I want, period. Uh, period. And coming, actually coming to you live from Dallas. Yes, literally. And I, I can't wait to get to Texas. I, Representing I the South. Whoop, whoop. Okay. So for those of you know, it's the other Southerners podcast. If the tea ain't sweet. It ain't Southern, baby. And that's why we're here. We are two people from the South. I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Dallas was born and raised in Dallas, Texas. I mean, Makai is born and raised in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, I like the name. And so yeah. we're bringing this podcast together to talk about our identities as being people from the South who are queer identified in Black and to have this conversation on our podcast. And we bring people on the show sometimes and we want to hear what y'all got to say. So please entertain us in our Southern accents because I found out recently that I have a Southern accent. So, yeah, this is our show. For our returning listeners, just know this show is going to be untraditional. We're not going to keep the same type of cue going on. This yeah. is our, like, 2022 review. So we got 10 things. Sorry. 10 things we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about them. You want to agree, McCarr? Wait, say it again? Yeah, I got 10 things we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Ten- I, yeah. <laughs> oh, you want me to go over them? No, it's okay. I, I was bringing them up. Okay, yeah, because it's definitely a different format than our normal, like, show. Like, normally we start off with, like, the 10 lines of, like, a Disney song. But instead, we're doing 10 different topics. We're doing a successive amount of time and what we talk for each topic. So the first thing we talk about will get one minute. Second topic will get two. And as you go forward, you know, once it gets to 10 minutes, the 10th topic gets 10 minutes of discussion. Um, So I guess you want to tell us what our topics are or do you want to just flow in it as we go? A lot of things are happening. We're recording this podcast on December 27th. So a lot of things have happened. (laughs) A lot of cancellations of flights have happened. (laughs) We'll get to that later. So, one minute is going to be spent on Christmas plate. Happy holidays. You know, what was on your Christmas plate? Happy holidays. Two, unpopular opinion about the holidays. Three, free my nigga BG into which y'all did say less. WNBA season's going to be lit, but we're going to get to more to that later. The Scissor album is number four. Number five is Megan and Tori. Because the nigga's in jail. About time. Oh God! Save for discussion. It's gonna be massage and war and misinformation, and y'all know that's where I got my bachelor's degree in. We're gonna talk about African American studies, and you know this one, this one, the pen isn't running out of ink on this one. So I'm glad it's high up, but we had to move it down because Makai was like, "You're gonna go on a rant." Seven is our sixty days challenge that we're gonna do. We're gonna get to more of that in the new year. We're gonna talk about that and what's gonna happen with that. Eight is twenty twenty two. Nine is 2023, our hopes and dreams for it. And then 10, we're going to talk about our accomplishments. And then also, it is what it is. Because sometimes we just got to leave you where it is, eh? Yeah. So that's going to be today's 10 topics. And each of those topics are going to get those allotted amount of minutes. All right. So, first minute. You ready? Yeah, I wish we had something that we could be like, wait. You can wait. share your Wait, wait, I'm wondering. Hold on, is that possible? Can I do that on here? 
No. No, just uh, my phone. Like on my car, on my. But then you won't be able to see me though. That sucks ass. Oh yeah, that is true. You know what I mean? It's okay. Here I can do this because you know we're gonna make it work. All right. I'm gonna set our timer. Is there any disclaimers you want to give before we get started with these uh with with what's your your little our conversations? With disclaimers and what? I would like to say I think it's an important disclaimer because I think when people say stuff on the podcast, people are like, "Oh my god, you said that!" Oh my god, la la la. And like on this podcast, especially being serious for all, you know, like we may say something today and disagree with it tomorrow. So like you have to continue listening to podcasts because like I'm 23 right now. I mean, I'm 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 at the end of my young twenties, going into mid twenties, right? Right, right. When I turn twenty six, I'm probably gonna sound a lot different. <laughs> so, like, understand, like, we we are susceptible to growth. We are susceptible to change. So, our opinions may change. You may just have to come and ask us. You have to keep listening to the podcast to see how we develop. That's just facts and truth. And I applaud you for saying that because I agree. But I will say, everything I say today, I do stand ten toes down on. Like, <laughs> I might not stand ten toes down on it tomorrow. Today, <laughs> I stand fully by everything I say. Look, so let's just hope it don't go too crazy. Look, not tomorrow, too. Like, I might fuck with you today, might not fuck with you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, because, look, don't give a fuck about no credit score, because I might be rich as fuck tomorrow, okay? Yeah, she left me with that when I said, ooh. I, I just got to 698. <laughs> I, hey. I don't have to leave you out that line. I'm like, it's like that picture of the guys in the club and everybody else got like money and the one guy got like a debit card. <laughs> I don't give a fuck tomorrow. He is me. <laughs> All yes, right. my girl. We Let's ready? talk about the Christmas plate and happy holidays. Ready? Let's do it. And go. Okay, right, so this is one minute for each of us, one minute for both of us. We could do one minute for each of us on these. Okay. Um. Happy holidays and Christmas plate. Yeah. Okay. So happy holidays. I guess things are cool. I like being home with my family. It's a little bit of a transition because I graduated, so I'm just kind of still feeling like I'm home for holidays right now. So it still feels very like, you know, just party mode. Mm-hmm. Um. My Christmas plate. What do we? Oh. We had lasagna, but then also I had a really fun kind of adventure Christmas night. Um, one of my old friends from Oklahoma like just came to pick us up and like drove us around. We had Fuel City and everything. Um, so I had Fuel City on Christmas Day, which is always really fun. Um, yeah, lasagna was good though. Oh, I got drunk as fuck off a of spiked eggnog, y'all. Be careful. That shit with that rum and then whipped cream vodka in it too. KO. All right. All right. Ready? Hey, so, do I give you a minute or you can give yourself yeah. a minute? So. I give myself a minute because it's going to be. Okay. Sure. Uh, so, ready? Yep. All right. Start it up. So, as most of you may or may not know, if you follow me on social media, I uh, it's at Maverick, at Maverick underscore PLE. Um, I was actually stranded in Chicago. Thank God I live here. Uh, cause I was flying Southwest, so um, it's funny now, cause like we're actually rushing to this podcast, Loki, <laughs> cause I had to go meet up with my teammates so we can drive to Texas for our tournament. So I actually missed Christmas with my family, although I'm not, uh, I don't observe Christmas, 
uh it's it's still a family gathering it's like the first family gathering we had as a family that everybody was there and so it's kind of sad to me because I was like I'm missing it uh but luckily I have great teammates and great people around me and I got to go to Chinatown in Chicago and got to hang with some amazing people uh I won't say their names because <laughs> I didn't ask them if I could say their names on the podcast I'm very serious about privacy for people and my friends especially but I, I really do appreciate that invite uh I, I woke up on Christmas crying people were calling me and stuff and I'm like yeah I'm okay but like it was just all laughs, great food. I'm probably gonna go back without them, <laughs> respectfully. I got a kazoo. My friend's uh, grandmother like gave out kazoos, Aww. Uh, and like I always wanted one as a kid, and I never got like a real one as a kid. But now I have a real one as an adult, so it was like a very much like childish. Like oh my god, that was like the nicest gift you could give me, like because I always wanted one as a kid. Right. So yeah, fuck Southwest. Uh, shout out to my teammates. Shout out to all the rugby players. I will see y'all at Free Tales. Uh, but yeah, shout out, shout out to all the people who make family during the holidays, if that makes sense. Um, oh, and no. I found out that there's a joke that Jewish people go to Chinese restaurants <laughs> on Christmas because both of them, basically those group of people, majority of those groups of people do not celebrate Christmas. So because <laughs> the Chinese restaurants are open, Jewish people go. And I was like, people are making the, like, go ahead. No, I just realized Jewish people don't celebrate Christmas because that's why they have Hanukkah because they don't believe in Jesus. Yeah, I just... yeah, Jesus isn't the savior to them. Jesus is only the savior to Christians mostly. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, somebody at the table who was who identified as Jewish like said that joke, and I was like, I didn't laugh. Everybody mm-hmm. was like, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't get in. I don't want to be anti-Semitic, and they're like, Oh, I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, people are like, yeah, that's what happens. So yeah, education and learning. Now driving to from Chicago to Texas. Yay. Yeah. Cause those are like those like really sturdy noisemakers, yes. Yeah. Do I have it near me? I don't. That's okay. Maybe my coat. But if I stand up, y'all gonna see my shorts. I know someone's gonna make fun of my shorts. All right. Unpopular opinion, two minutes, holiday edition. Ready? Go. Unpopular opinion, and I'm glad I got two minutes for it because I do kind of want to explain why I say it. I think that the matching family portrait pictures for Christmas or matching family pictures for Christmas have gotten so tacky. Um, <laughs> um, and I say that as I'm wearing the matching pajama pants that my mom yeah. got for me, my dad, and her. Um, and we took pictures in it today. Or not today, um, like this holiday. Um, but I don't know, like, I just feel like it's just unnecessary pressure for families to like kind of like take these pictures together and pretend that they're like oh so perfect oh so happy like you know like we're like gee cheese we're matching we're a big family but it's like in reality you probably were like arguing with each other the entire holiday season or the entire year you know what I mean yeah um which granted me and my family did get into a little bit of like a different text my dad was being a little uncooperative to take pictures but outside of that um we still have fun taking pictures so i understand why people do take pictures but it was just also like very much so i haven't been on social media for month i feel like maybe two three months now and then i got back on instagram just to and broke the internet that was looking fun. best um, but i said wow maybe i do like blondes <sighs> thank you makai 
You're welcome. Um, because that was fun. But then getting on Instagram just for like that little quick moment um over the holidays and seeing everyone posting basically the identical picture. Like everyone's doing the same type of poses, the same type of smiles. Damn, they're wearing the same pajamas. Um, so it's just kind of like, yikes, you know, like what are we really? Are we really a society of individuality or are we just a society of copycatting the same imagination? Yeah. So I'm done. Yeah, that's my two minutes. I think you have a good point. I think I was looking and there's like a Peruvian indigenous culture or indigenous community there Mm -hmm. that uh, they fight like on every December 25th. They're like, if there's like a beef from that year, from the pre- from the previous time, they just box it out. And I said, I love that. I love period. that. Period. <laughs> because some of our doing it anyway. Space the opportunity on December 25th. If you don't take it any other day of the year, I got you on the 25th of December. Know that. Yeah, you I like fucked that. Up. You, you got me fucked up on May 22nd. 2022 i will see you december 25th 2022 matter of fact i'm a manny pacquiao train floyd mayweather what is it float like a butterfly sting like a bee on your ass okay december 25th i'm gonna come back stuffed ready to go okay <laughs> and promise i'm still thinking about it all those months as it passed ready to whoop your ass and i'm gonna release all these feelings i got against you like you cut me off in traffic <laughs> that's enough but uh yeah, I think my unpopular opinion is uh I think it's unpopular but getting more popular. If you're, if we're gonna have a holiday season like this for like Christians and like Abraham's uh-huh. religions or like just Christianity in general, we need to do the same for everybody else personally. Like I think there should be an option where if somebody doesn't wanna take all this like Christmas holiday time off and they don't observe a Christian like Christianity. Right. Like, hey, I actually want to use my time towards the holidays that matter to me the most. Like Hanukkah's not even the biggest um holiday for people who are Jewish. Oh, you don't <laughs> celebrate that that seriously. I mean people do, but it's not like it's because like they get off because of Christmas. But like right. the cultures they have to like take off a lot to like practice their own religion. I'm like maybe you know right. if we give workers rights and like if somebody doesn't observe a christian holiday give that that time back bank them hours right. or like you should be able to say hey these are the religions or religious holidays i have to observe automatically off religious holidays shouldn't become part of your pto that's that's just me personally that's that's my personal belief i get it like nobody's in the office right now even if we say we're in the office right now but right. I, I hate that idea like no let people t- decide when they want to take two weeks off and talk to their family because that's not everybody. Oh, uh, well, sorry. All right, we got three minutes. Well, really quick though, just because yeah. you said that earlier and it made me think about that when you were talking about um how the J- Jewish people would go to Chinese restaurants and like, you know, that whole moment, it's just, it's funny because I don't even realize how how embedded like Christmas is into Southern culture, but also Christianity in general is into Southern culture to the point that like, I was like, wait, Chinese food restaurants be open on Christmas? 
Like, you, I've never even tried to go eat anything on like that on Christmas Day. To be like, and that just makes me like, why would I even eat Chinese food on Christmas Day? It's Christmas, but just like that's just further into that Southern culture of being like Southern slash Christian culture of being like, how dare you eat something so untraditional on such a traditional day? Yeah, and I think in Texas, uh. Most well, like for me personally, I've never met so many Jewish people in my life until I moved to the Midwest, and like I probably mm, only like interesting. Like I haven't seen it like so like people being so openly Jewish. Shall I say like understandably so? Why not in the South? But mm. yeah, especially with like a lot of like European immigrants, especially here in Chicago, there is a lot of Jewish people. Even Houston actually has one of the largest Jewish communities in America. I believe they have one of the largest synagogues. I know for sure. This is one of the largest synagogues in in the South. Uh, but yeah, like I was uh, again, like culture shocks from not being in this from the South is like, oh, like mm-hmm. you have to like learn about people. Like so many different cultures have so many different holidays, and like it's not just religion; it's also culture as well. So like, for example, not everybody may want to celebrate Juneteenth. That was a big discussion when Juneteenth occurred, right? Is because although like Black people are encapsulated as like people from all over the diaspora. Juneteenth is very specific to people in the South, right? It's very, very, very specific. And it was actually just a really regional holiday in Galveston because it's not like we celebrate the Emancipation Proclamation. We're celebrating the Emancipation Proclamation actually reaching Texas and people finding out they're free. Like that was a whole, I believe, like two years, maybe like, it was a little bit right. over a year. For it to get to Texas for people to know they were actually right. free. So, like, in Houston, it was always a big thing for Juneteenth to occur. Like, we were always like, yeah, I'm not going to work Juneteenth. I'm going to take it off. And then 4th of July, I'm going to make money back and double. <laughs> like, you know, like, I would be missing a check within that month's time. But, like, now it's a national holiday. It's kind of weird. Like, I'm like, if your family was always in, you know, above the Mason-Dixie line, like, to me, at first, it was like, why are you celebrating Juneteenth? Like, you ain't got nothing to do with that. And, like, especially, like, people who have immigrated to the United States um, who are not identified as Black but are actually, like, like truly African-Americans, then it's kind of like, why are you this? Like, it's like me celebrating Nigerian Independence Day. Like, congratulations to Nigeria, respectfully. But, like, Juneteenth was, like, specifically our holiday, if that makes sense. I just realized something. What? Why people get Juneteenth off, too? Yes, exactly. <laughs> They're getting paid to take Juneteenth off too. Okay, like, nothing. I don't want to talk about it. What's the next topic? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I actually liked it when y'all noticed that there's no black people at work. But yeah. I think, and it's just me. Like, I think I'm very grateful. That's it's, it's a, it's a double edged sword, right? Because yeah. at the same time, I'm grateful, like, especially people who, like, I, you know, if you don't get to, like, just take days off like that, right? Like, you may, like, people right. who I know, like, who need their check, you can't just take off like that, right? right? But, like, at the same time, I'm like, but what are y'all doing on Juneteenth? I actually got asked by my company to, uh, by my team and my company to do a Juneteenth uh, presentation. And I was like, Juneteenth is actually kind of weird of a holiday. And I explained th- through it as a person who, like, grew up with Juneteenth as a holiday in Houston. And I was like, now it's a federal holiday. And like, what are white people, what are y'all gonna do as white people? What are y'all gonna do? Sit around and enjoy freedom? True freedom at that? Like, 
you know, there's a lot of discussion that needs to happen on Juneteenth because, like, what are we going to do if we see Bessie and Sue walking down the street singing Kumbaya Juneteenth in fucking New York? Like, that's weird. <laughs> like, that's just, it's just, it's just stuff that's weird and, like, nuanced about holidays. And I, I would just say I would rather us, like, elect to observe a holiday or not. That's my two cents. That's my popular opinion. Come what you want, come what you will. I can't say I'm not mm. a bad bitch. All right. Speaking of freedom, the next topic You're is. You're exceeding your minutes. I want you to know that. Well, we already knew these minutes were going to exceed, but we, can talk about, <laughs> but we can talk about free BG for three minutes. Okay. I mean, I feel like that can be a collective three minutes because I don't have too much to say. Yeah. Besides, um, this is, can be a collective four minutes as well. Yeah. All right. Ready? Okay. Period. Collective three minutes for free BG. I think I'm glad she's out. Amen. It was about time. I think the trade was very interesting considering didn't they trade her with like an actual criminal, um, like an actual Russian criminal in terms of like over here, which was one thing. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. really know. So he was I'll an really arms know. dealer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, arms dealer. I feel like that's a lot different, but um, I don't really care for law. I think all of that politics is bullshit anyway. I think if anything, I'm kind of upset that she got out because I went to Vegas the same week she got out, and one of the like you know shirtless men that are on the strip trying to get you to take pictures with the machine. Um, when I refused to take a picture with him, he said, oh, fuck, Brittany Griner just got out of jail and doesn't want to take a picture with me. So apparently, I, since I'm tall and I guess my skin is what I'm getting into saying in black, I'm Brittany Griner. I don't look like Brittany Griner. <laughs> mm. That's really ain't shit. And I hope he's broke. But at the same time, that, no that kind of goes into discussion about Brittany Griner. So Brittany Griner, which I, well, I pay attention to, so I want, I'm a Brittany Griner fan. I have a Brittany Griner jersey. Big BG fan. Been a big BG fan. Uh, and, you know, she's worked on herself as well. Like, she's worked on herself to be a better person. Because um, yeah. she was, I think she had uh, some DV allegations. Or a DV case. But, like, she's worked through it, right? Like, she's a person I've seen, like, grow. Uh, like I've seen her watch her since he was at Baylor, and that inspired me as a kid. Even though I won't grow to be six five. And one thing that's always like surrounded like Brittany Carter's conversation, people are like, "Isn't that that woman that looks like a dude and who talks like a dude?" I'm like, "Why are we associating feminism with height and like muscle death, right?" And I think that was like one of my first like tropes into like, "Fuck what y'all y'all feel." If I'm look musk, if like musk. Being muscular means being masculine, then, like, so be it, right? And so it's just like all these tropes of what we think about gender is into this discussion. Another big part of this is, if this was LeBron, y'all want to give two fucks. If this was uh, Draymond, y'all want to give two fucks. Y'all been begging for that nigga to come by crook or by crook. We could have Vladimir Putin in jail in the United States, and y'all been like, please get that motherfucker back so we can trade him out for LeBron. Like, and at the end of the day, there's a lot of connotation about the fact that she's a black woman, one, a masculine black woman at that, and a gay masculine black woman. If there's anybody else, y'all would probably not give two fucks or pay two shits of an attention to it. But I'm like, I'm happy she's home. Um, this situation has put a lot of put stuff into perspective as I want to play rugby internationally. Like, where are you going to go play rugby? My family's like, you sure you want to hold off on playing international? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to go to jail here or there. Like, there's, there's nothing stopping that. But yeah, happy BG's home. We're going to get into the massage in the war later on. 
All right. Yeah. Hold on. My dad is giving me no information right now. You want to pause the recording? No, it's okay. What do you mean, noon? Okay. Okay. Um, he got my mom a new phone, and I'm hoping it's an iPhone because any more Androids in this house is gonna make me throw up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that sounds so like I actually hope classes, my dad doesn't. but. I hope my dad doesn't get an iPhone. Because <laughs> my dad calls me at the most randomest times. And like, although our conversations are very brief, if he says flip the camera around, I'm going to fucking flip. I'm going to drop. Like, my face is going to go blank. <laughs> like, my mom has an iPhone. And, I, and she had to learn very quickly. Stop FaceTiming me without telling me you're going to FaceTime me because I'm not going to answer. So, yeah. Because I'll be in situations and places. I don't want y'all to know I'm in situations and places, being. <laughs> I just need a good FaceTime. I feel like FaceTime is just always such an intimate moment, but it's whatever. You got to like enjoy. I'll do it anytime. Like, you know me, I wake up bareface, you like, yes, what you want? You know, <laughs> like still crushed in my mouth. My parents, yeah. they're going to be like, why are you still in bed? And I'll be like, mind your business. You're not paying bills over here. <laughs> okay, the period, though. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next discussion. Four minutes for SZA. Four minutes for SZA album. Ready? Go. I first listened, first of all, I like the sound of her album because I feel like it's SZA, like, being SZA, but in her own, like, evolved way. So I always appreciate when artists are, like, growing in their music. Um, I think that, I think people were really, like, dogging her so hard for it, like, in terms of the content of the album, saying, like, you know, oh, she's, like, a, he must have been one of those people um, that was being, like, oh, she's crying about her ex, like, she's such a weak-ass bitch and all that. And I'm, like, oh, my God, like, First of all, get off the bitches that take a minute to get over their exes. You don't know what a bitch was going through or how emotional a hoe might be. Let's start there. Okay? Give people some fucking grace. So I love the album. Um, can I listen to it? Like, is it Renaissance for me? No. Like, if I heard one song, I'm not like, I have to start it from the beginning. Like, if I hear anything off of Renaissance, I'm listening to I'm That Girl all the way down to, like, the very bottom some of the songs um but yeah that's what i have to say all right i'm gonna say this and then we can get to discussions of the album i think SZA has a great list of songs yeah released under the name of that album I forgot what's the name of that album? sos sos i think sos is a good name for a collection of songs that is not an album. That is a playlist. I here's my thing. I think as songs individually, some some hold up better than others. But yeah. is it a renaissance where you want to make sure you're listening to the next song as no. it's on the track? You can put that shit on shuffle, and it will play no different. Is if you put that shit from one to sixteen. I think this is a great artist. I think she's going to get some Grammys off of this album. But I don't think it'll be because it's an album. I think she's going to get Grammys because, like, the SOS or Snooze or, like, specific songs are going, like, hey, that was nice. But as a collection of songs, like, as an album, the album category, when, what, Ari Lennox released, Jasmine Sullivan released, Beyonce released, she may get nominated, but she's not winning the category. And if she wins the category, it must be on streams because that's, that album is not... It's not play through. It's not play through. 
Uh, I don't like to play through. I think I can get lost. There's a lot of skips. Um, and that's just because it's not my taste. Hey, yo, whatever. You know, it is what it is. But I think, are there songs on there I'm most definitely jamming to? Hell yeah, I've been playing Snooze a lot. So okay. I think... I fuck with Lo. She was, she was, she was, she was putting that pen to the paper, but they weren't from the same book, if that makes sense. It does. I can see that. I can understand that. And so I don't think it's, I think there's been a lot of comments saying the same thing. Like people are like, yeah, I can see that. And I'm like, yeah, but like, is it an actual, like, is it a decent album? Sure. But it's not one of those albums. Like, I don't, I don't, if I was to buy like a CD or, uh, or a vinyl, I wouldn't hold it for long. I would sell it. Like I will wait, wait till she wins some grams or stuff. Get a limited edition one. Wait two years, resell it. It wouldn't be one I would keep for like. Oh, I got this one. It's like, oh yeah, I got. Wow. That. And this is when you see who's really a fan of an artist and who just liked the album because it was a good album. Because I really thought bitches was gonna be fighting for that for that scissor girl at the control because control was a masterpiece. Absolutely. Control was good. But, but it's not a, I'm it's like, not a playthrough. I'm a scissor stand. Like you wait, and a control lot of other white women play I found out. Uh-huh. Control isn't a playthrough for you? Control is a playthrough, but SOS oh, isn't. Okay. And I would say SOS isn't a playthrough in the moment that like, am I singing every song as much as I am control? No. But can I let SOS play through and I'm going to enjoy a part of every song? Yeah. Like there's a am I am I cranked up to every song? No, I'm not saying that. No. I'm not saying you have to be cranked up. But I'm like, but the songs are good. Like the only thing I don't like is her feature with Travis Scott, and that's only because I just kind of am scared of Travis Scott. Fair game, fair game. But everything else is like it's a cool like it's a cool listen. It's SZA. Let's be real. SZA is not like SZA is not Doja. SZA is not like. She's not Beyonce. Like, she's not Jasmine Sullivan or Ari Lennox. Like, she makes music that's very much so, like, for scissors. Like, I, those type of girls. I, and I'll, I'll give you a break on this. I'll give you a break. Whiny crybaby girls. Y'all got her when she was young, and she was crybaby about her life and growing up. She was crybaby about a nigga at this time in her life. Let her get her cry out. Wasn't nobody saying this about Adele on 21 or 19. Crying about a nigga. Crying about a nigga, crying about a nigga, and what did anybody say about that? Nothing. It's like, oh, give her her flowers, give her her roses. Don't go for Adele. That's her favorite white woman. Get up off my bitch, sister. So here's my thing, and I, I had to contemplate this. I was like, "What?" So this is how I measure artists. One, can you play the album through? Like, how how good is it? I'm like, okay, can't play the album through. Like, what songs are you like? I, all right, you gotta repeat it. If I was to get an album rating, it'll be a seven point five out of ten. And actually, it made me make an eight. And I'm going to explain something. Would I still get a scissor ticket to a concert? Absolutely. Because I want to see her perform live. Just because I haven't yet to see her perform live, I want to see her perform live. Somebody tell me that she is good performing live. But if she's not good performing live, best believe I'm texting that person like, you told me this girl was good performing live. You lied to me. I spent $300 on this ticket. I want my money back. That's it. But, like, again, is it a good album through and through? But can you pull some hits off of that motherfucker? Can you put something in every Grammy category to compete? Absolutely. Like She gonna get some Billboard awards. She gonna get some Platinums. But it's not a... This isn't one that you're like, 
all-time classics of the albums. You gotta listen to it. Boom. No, you're like, you gotta listen. Like, you'll have a few songs on there that you're like, all-time classics is the albums. Like, this bitch got a real discography to pull from anyway. How many albums? How many albums does she have? This is her third album. This is her sophomore album. This ain't even her junior. Baby, this is her sophomore album. Her full body work. That that first one was not a full album. We are are taking it. I I am currently scrolling my phone. So, albums. I have 2014Z, Control, and then SOS. So, technically, this is her junior year album. Sis, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, that first album is not considered an album. I'm going to show this to the people on the screen. I'm telling you, bro. That's not considered an album. Of course, Spotify is going to call it an album. Spotify don't know the difference between an album and an EP. Well, it was better than that. It was better curated than that shit. It's better curated than SOS. I said it. I said it. But it's her second studio album. Exactly. She shouldn't. She should have got out the studio. She should have been on that fucking plank this writing is music. Sophomore, and this is what I'm saying. She, she doesn't have a goddamn plank with Diana writing music. She has more. I would say if we're considering her SoundCloud songs, maybe because she was a musician for sure. But she's just a different expressive. Like she's not a. She's not the same type of like. And the only reason I'm fearful, bless you. The only reason I'm fearful about how people react to this album is because I'm like, what are y'all gonna do when Frank comes out with a new album? Because we know Frank very much so comes out of with music that's based off of his emotions and the things he's going through in his life. And recently, he's lost his brother, so he's gonna be writing from a place of grief whenever he gets back to the studio. So if people are expecting something different, what are we gonna do when it's not giving Chanel? It's giving Sad Boy. It's actually blonde, but okay. So here's my thing. I think, what do you mean? I'm talking about the type of music. Yeah, I think he's going to be giving a more Godspeed type vibe. Okay. Um, but that's the thing. What if it's not? Because people thought Sizzle was about to be giving us more of a control type of moment, and it wasn't. I, I, because, I, I, I mean, Frank, about, I am a Frank fan. I have been patiently waiting. I have been patiently waiting for Frank to release an album since Donald Trump was president, okay? Look yes, at me. And you will still be waiting. Yes. And look, you if will. Donald Trump becomes president again, I'm still waiting for a Frank album. Guess what? I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Just just come here, man. Bitch, I... wait. <laughs> Bitch, wait. <laughs> Guess what? Because this is me. This is me outside Frank's house. I'm waiting, okay? Uh-huh. I'm going to look good while I wait. <laughs> we over here, He's like... not calling anytime soon. Frank? Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I'm ready. Hello. No, release the album, bro. Not today. Okay. You said come back next week. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow. Stop playing. I need more music, Frank. But that's the thing. He's one of those artists that he really thrives from the place that he's from. Because even when you think about pyramids, I mean not pyramids. Uh, Channel Orange. Channel Orange did not sound the same. Did it have that same Frank kind of touch that Frank sound? Sure, but in terms like. What he was writing about, Channel Orange did not sound the same as who was at the Channel Orange. It wasn't Blonde. Who was at the Channel Orange? No, it was Channel Orange and Blonde. Okay, so then you have Blonde. But no, it was Endless then Blonde. Let me look. You got my head fucked up right now. Anyway, let's go to the next topic. I'm sorry. It was way too but long. This is all I have to say. I'm a Frank fan, okay? I have all Frank's albums on vinyl, okay? Them vinyls ain't leaving me. Them, them vinyls here to stay. Okay, let me tell you mm. something. 
them, them, them albums made it from Getting a massage in the water, if you ask me, but we'll get there. If, if, let me tell you something. I am waiting on Frank. If Frank want to change up, he can change up. But let me tell you something. There's a difference between changing the ball and then changing the sport. All right? Skinny massage noir against yes me. No, 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 no. Don't even be like that. Don't even be like Skinning that. Skinny hate towards no, a black woman like if you ask don't me. Don't even be like that. Because like these two people like are doing the don't exact even same thing. Like that. And you told me you would resell scissors idol, but you're never getting rid of one of Frank's. Hmm. Sounds like the SOS. Not control. Wow. Okay, anyway, I'm done. I'm done. Exactly. You can't even support a black woman. <laughs> How dare you treat me like this? How dare you treat me like this? You know I ride for black woman more than anybody. <laughs> but I'm like, I need I will lay my life on the street for another black woman. I will lay my life on the ground for another black woman. And you over here with this blasphemy. You need to listen to SOS again. Give it another shot. Okay, I got time tomorrow. So if I'll come back in 2023 with the uh, it's not a bad guys, album. I'm sorry. You that or somebody comes in my DMs or somebody I know comes to me like I heard what you said about scissor. It's okay. So it's, it's not a bad album. It's not a bad album, but it's like in this okay. year, you can release this in 2021 and we'll be like, all right, this is a good album, girl. This year and this competitive year, and Summer Walker released music too. This is this is this this last year it could have compete. This why year, is she competing? Why is she competing when she's just being an artist? I'm talking about awards. Herself. I'm talking about awards. I ain't talking about you know. Now I, I will tell you what. In some of these songs, I can most definitely tell that the ink was her blood. I'm not gonna lie to you, but it's and some of these songs, I'm like, she was wrong with a pencil. So it was a fluctuation wow. in quality of songs. I was like, ah, but I know she got a good pen. There's plenty of songs on that album. I'm like, yo, I got, I, I, I'm here for it. But then she started sounding like Taylor Swift, and I'm like, girl, if I want to go to a Taylor Swift concert, I would have been fighting Ticketmaster. Wow. Let's go to the next topic. We'll go to the next topic, and we're gonna cut to keep that one short. Um, we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. Megan and Tori for five minutes. Yeah, Ready? I don't really. Yeah, you can, you can leave on that one. All I gotta say is, I told you so, and how dare you not believe black women? You incoherent, incompetent, stupid motherfuckers, especially you black men. I got actually it's the next topic because I'm all one on y'all motherfuckers today. Here's my thing. Y'all show y'all ass so hard when y'all do not like black women. It is crazy to me. And that nigga is in jail. And guess where he's going to be in jail? I mean, after he gets out of jail, he's taking his ass back to Canada. And guess what? He could take his ass and Drake and stay on the north side of this goddamn continent. Stay over there and get cold. Get comfortable. Because guess what? We don't want you. We don't need you. I would like an apology as big as a disrespect from Drake. I would like an apology as big as a disrespect from LeBron James. From the rest of you Negroes, y'all cannot articulate. Neither do you have no parts of speech. So if you could articulate it, I, you probably should. If you can't, then shut the fuck up and keep black women's names out your motherfucking na- mouth. And if you come on, if you come to Houston, all I gotta say is 
Make sure you get on your knees and kiss the ground that Megan Thee Stallion walks on. Thank you so much. And stop blaming Rock Nation for shit. You and your trifling ass said can go back to Canada with your fucking kid who should have been at school playing games on the playground instead of at the courthouse watching his daddy go to jail. That nigga gonna be taller than him when he gets out of jail. Hopefully. Hopefully he learns his lesson. But guess oh. what? If he's a woman hated like his daddy, probably should go in jail with him. Thank you. Where are you from Canada? Yes. Bro, get your and all you do is remix syrup. songs. Make an original get song. Get your maple syrup drinking ass. She was right. Boy. You was average, my nigga. You're not even average height. Um, and you're an average rapper. Congratulations. Is he the average for you for DJ. Hmm? I say it's the average height for Canadians though. You have to realize. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the only thing I have to say about the Megan Tory Lane's case is I was keeping up with it. I think it's very interesting that the people in the comments that are defending Tory Lane's are the same black men that say black women don't want to be with black men anymore. You know the. And if you're a black woman, you stand with Tory Lanez, you weird. It's just really weird. It's very weird. Very weird for how people were responding to the news as it came out. Um, But more than anything, I'm happy that Meg got her justice. Um, I'm happy that she can kind of like, you know, put this behind her. Um, I will say, however, 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 I think 22 years is excessive. (laughs) What a tutu, you're going to get 22 years. No, I think that's so excessive. Considering the way that we already know that black men especially make such a disproportionate amount of, you know, arrest. He did did do it, but 22 years, you act 22 years. You shot her with a tutu, you get 22 years. No, I'm sorry, bro. 22 years, bro. Meg ass is still walking. Her ass never, her ass walked away from the scene after no. she got shot. No, bro, I'm sorry. She no. was limping. No. 22 years and no. you can still walk, bro. I understand 22 years if she was like in a wheelchair. No. Like she had to go to physical therapy or something maybe. But she literally limped from the scene. Like she's fine. And I'm not saying so, like, let's she, talk about the emotional saying, trauma okay, to I'm not because saying, of the I'm not saying he doesn't deserve time. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve some type of rehabilitation. But 22 years in prison? 22 yes. years in prison. Put him out of the jail. And do protected. you understand? You're not allowed to come back to the no. US. Bro, I'm sorry. Let's get him this. I'm kid. sorry. I can't take you serious because there are like, I just think about the way that the justice system in America is so unequitable. Where like there's a white man. Oh, that's equity who has, right there. That's not that's equity, equity because there are white right. men. There's they a way. How much time did they get for Brianna, babes? Okay. How much time it. did they get for Brianna? Brianna who? Taylor? Yes. I don't think they got any time, like 10 years. Okay. A black woman died. And these white exactly. people... Exactly. You know, you give them less? They barely... But this is what I'm saying. A white man killed a black woman and got barely... Barely right a decade. You're going to have to... Barely a decade. You're going to refute these statements. No, this is all You're I'm saying. No, I'm not. When you come back. I when think we really. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm saying, look at how unfair that sounds. And not to say white, those white men deserve way more time for killing a black woman. And I'm not saying Tory Lanez didn't deserve some type of time. He does. But for him to be 22 years 
for shooting someone in the foot who walked away from the scene and still has a very capable body and foot. I'm sure she can still get pedicures. You know, like, there's, she probably has a mark on her foot. But a Black woman died and her kid, her murderers only got a decade. Barely a decade. 22 years and she's walking. No. If she was if she was rolling in a wheelchair, I'd be like, bro, this nigga 50. You know, like if Meg like couldn't get on stage and do what Meg loves to do anymore, I can understand. But Meg was only at the game for well a few months. <laughs> okay. So I'm sorry. Let me first off, hell is hot. Um two. Thank you. You're gonna uh... listen to this. And you're gonna be like, Jamila, I was wrong. And I'm like, Bro, nah, I already bitch. had a conversation with my best. I had a conversation with my best. Go bestie. ahead, post this shit. Yeah, my best. You already talked to Go ahead, post this. Shit. I'm gonna post this shit. And y'all come back to the next podcast because he's gonna be refuting these statements. He's gonna be like, Jamila, I was wrong. And I'm like, yes. Go ahead and get Bro, that contact for you. 22 right, years in prison. Let's listen to the charges. As the jury deliberated for two days, Tory Lanez is convicted on all three felony charges. He has three felony charges, right? Assault with a semi-automatic firearm, possession of a concealed, unregistered firearm, negligent discharge of a firearm. He was taken into custody as soon as the verdict was read in the court. Okay. There's one, he already has a record. He already has a record. Two, he's an immigrant to the United States. He He's not from here. So after this, he's getting deported. I believe he was on parole, but, you know, allegedly he was on parole. So, no, hear me out. <laughs> Logically in law, where is, where, this is when I need to be rooming back with my law, law student friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was well, to Everyone, we're bringing in Elise. Thank you, Elise, for bringing <laughs> in. Yeah. Because I don't like, know. Hey. I don't get this. I mean, I get what you're saying in terms of charges, but, but you have to realize I don't believe in the justice system at all. I don't agree. So you're I'm talking about people, rehabilitation. I think re, I don't even know. I think he should have got time. Yes, I do. I don't I'm not saying he shouldn't go to prison. I do think for shooting a black woman in the foot, he definitely deserves time. I'm not saying he should be able to get like, you know, get off and just do like some anger management. I'm not saying he should get like some, what is it called when you get home? House arrest. No, you should be in prison for some time. But for 22 years, 22 years. I, hold on. I, and that just means a lot to me right now because I'm 22 years old. So that means he's going to spend the what I know as my lifetime for shooting someone in the foot. And there's someone who's spending a fraction of that for doing something more horrendous while there's a black man who did something well less criminal and is probably in there for double. Okay. There are I, black I, men who are, who are in prison who serve 50 year sentences for having weed possession charges. Hey, hey, I don't disagree with that. I while Tory Lanez is getting 20 years for shooting someone in the foot while a white man only got less than 15 for killing a black woman in her home. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So this is the scene right here to me. So okay. Right here yeah. to me. I'm, I'm going to give my defense. I'm going to give my defense and we're going to make it five minutes. Clock is already started. All right, I'm going to give my defense and then we're going to end this and move on to the next one because we got to Okay, right, okay. right. We got to get the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's my thing. We're going to start off with justice versus rehabilitation, right? Um, 
our current justice system is more about punishment, right? Now, yes. in, in your way of saying, I see, I kind of see what you're saying, but this is, I'm going to explain where I'm not going to allow this, this to ride right now. I can see what you mean why we shouldn't be just punishing people. We should be rehabilitating them to be back in society, to be good members of our society. Um, some would say productive. I would say just good people in society, basically, right? Like you want them to no longer commit crimes, mm-hmm. you want them to be able to live their life and not have acts of violence. Now, going back to that point, we live in a justice system. So of course, or like a prison system that is very well known for retribution. So like what you did, you finna get that and shit worse by going to prison. Point blank period. Now I agree we should have a more rehabilitative system, but since we don't, I want that nigga to get the ax. Now, here's my second thing, right? I understand your point. As a black, black people in America are commonly disenfranchised. I agree with that. Do black people get longer sentences than their white counterparts? Totally agree. Did Breonna Taylor's killers get a lot less? Yes. But also, that was a case, I believe, in Carolina, one of the Carolinas versus California. Two different justice systems. They're not even federal charges, right? I mean, that, those guys were federal charges. Tory Lanez is just local. So my, but here's what I'm trying to get to on that thing, to, to get to a point. Yes, there are people in jail who are in jail for 50 years for a gram of weed. Correct. Are there people in jail who do not deserve to be in jail? Absolutely. Can I agree that Breonna Taylor's killers should be in jail for an extended period of time, if not for their life? Absolutely, I can agree to that. But also, if you're talking about in the sense of a system that is supposed to be uh, not retributive. Retributive? Is that the word I'm saying? But basically, punish a punishable system, a punitive system, right? Yes, for Atlanta to get 22 years. Let me explain why. He is found guilty on three charges. I believe he has a prior felony, so he's probably going to get the max. And then he's also an immigrant from Canada. In most places, he will get he will get time and then get sent back and told don't come back. But let me get to let me get to the point of the situation. Yes, Breonna Taylor and Megan Thee Stallion are both black women, and yes, Megan Thee Stallion is alive and okay. But we're not going to ignore the antics that man put her through and her team through for the situation. Yes, Meg at the beginning was trying to protect him, but she was also fearing for that man's life. She wants retribution, but she doesn't want that man to die. I, I, <laughs> hold on. I, I think that's a that's a real feeling. We understand what it like. If somebody hurts you in the black community, you know the worst thing you can do for them is call the police because they're probably going to end up dead. I don't want you dead. I just want an eye for an eye. Now, with that same mentality, going to what you said, well, Meg isn't, she's walking, she can still perform, her life is okay. Yeah, but we don't see the mental scarring. We don't see her being in therapy after having to go through that whole ordeal, right? This is some guy that you trust as your friend. Your best friend is back here arguing with this dude because y'all fucking whatever, and then he gets jealous of you because he can't be up on you like he wants to be. That's a classic case of abuse, right? And then you don't know who to trust around you in all the situations. I, and then, like, not to mention the media storm, and then, like, these men online, especially black men, who are telling her all these crazy things from kill herself and all these other situations. Let's let's not act like Meg didn't go through much more than just getting shot at her feet. She did. And, like, this happened in, like, 2020, and we still wait for this guy to go to court. And then you have, like, Drake and LeBron 
for acting like this guy is innocent when you know damn well that motherfucker shot you in your feet, right? So hear me out when I say, if it's 22 years they're going to give him, they should give him all those years. Because yes, Meg is okay, but also she's not okay. Like there is still mental, emotional damage done to the victim. And then you still violate the law three times. Three times. That's three different charges that have three different years carried to it. So we'll see. I think the maximum I heard somebody say was five years. I mean, uh, 25 years. So, yes, you are right. Black men do go to jail at a higher rate. Yes, they get sentenced at a higher rate and longer rates than white people. But in this situation, it's like R. Kelly. It's like what he would say on the Boondocks, Huey, uh, R. Kelly episode. Yes, America treats a lot of black people wrong. But in this situation, he is not that nigga to be trying to save. No, let that nigga go. Let him go under the jail. There is plenty of other niggas in L.A. County who are innocent that we should be riding for. And Tory Lanez ain't number one. He's probably number 1,573,000. I mean, I really, okay, just one, one, one comment and one question. Comment. I don't really think I don't. I'm not arguing for more rehabilitation versus prison time, where he should be rehabilitated. I think he should go to prison. My only thing is, just I just will stand still ten stand ten toes down that I think 22 years is excessive, especially considering the implications. But my question after saying that is, do you think the case would have still been as severe in terms of his sentencing had Meg been a regular person? Had this been a regular person situation, seeing how a regular person, i.e. Breonna Taylor, her story, she wasn't a celebrity. She wasn't like, you know, a public figure like Meg. She wasn't a TikTok star in any way. She was just, you know, a common folk kind of gal. Um, if Meg was, if this type of situation was not so celebrity, do you think it would still turn out the same way it had? Okay. I'm going to give us 12 minutes on this topic just because we need six minutes for massage the warmest information. And I'm going to just tie this into that because we're rolling that way so we can keep on time or keep relative to on time. Um, so actually, I'm going to change it to 10 minutes because we, we kind of running late. And yeah. Okay. So to answer the question to the comment, uh, if Meg was a regular daily woman, how would this case be different? Mm-hmm. Tory Lanez would have never went, would have never been arrested. No, if Tory Lanez, if it's what Tory Lanez wasn't a celebrity either, like neither of them would be celebrities. This was a regular I, common folk situation. He would he would not go to jail. I, I I truly believe that there are so many acts against black women on the everyday that we don't see or don't hear about. Tory Lanez would be scot free. Meg would just have to deal with the fact that she was shot. And I, I don't think like and and I say this truly as a black woman. If if your case don't gather attention and you don't have some major attorney and it's not perfect from Scott from from jump. No, there there's there's no way that he even sees a trial. Honestly, right? Like I, I like there's so many, and we could see it in like like I think Krishan is a great example, like Blueface or Krishan. Like, there's so many acts of hatred towards Black women, like, from BG to SZA. Like, there's so many outward hatred against Black women in the media. And, like, we even see this with Meg. 
that a regular black woman like me doesn't 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 see justice in the situation. If anything, she sees death. Like imagine like Meg was regular and she ran to the police. They would have killed her. <laughs> like if she didn't have a security guard and everything else, I truly believe somebody like Tory Lanez would have killed her, or somebody like around Tory Lanez would have killed her. Like I, that, that's my that's my factual belief, and nobody would care. Like and I say that mm-hmm. with like all honesty because without the publicity. Who would who would have said anything? Like really, think about it. Who would have said anything? And I think, and this kind of gets into my massage noir and misinformation. Black women, to me, in my eyes, black women are the most deadliest thing to black women. Period. Next to nothing else, and I'll explain why. Black women are dead to black women because in the black community we have internalized Eurocentric ideas, and black men know the only thing that's difference between them and a white man, or their attempt to be a white man, is them being white, right? We try to chase this idea of getting your paper, getting up. Like, we used to say up like Donald Trump all the time before Donald Trump was a problematic person, right? Like, we want to be, like, like men wanted to be the ideal white man without being white, right? And then you they, they go and they, you know, we could talk about, that's a whole different discussion on, like, dating white people and, like, whatever that case is. But we understand that Black men have been taught this narrative that, like, you need to just only work a little bit harder and you'll be like a white man. But for black women, it's different, right? It's like you were nowhere close to being a white man. So you just have to struggle through it all, right? Like your whole life, you're just going to struggle and you're going to be strong, right? But for black men, black men from numbers are like, oh, you are the leader of your community. All you got to do is fight hard and they'll see you as equal. Boom. Like, like make it to the NFL, they'll see you. They, they won't even be able to tell the difference. Right. We went to OU. We saw black dudes this all the time. They would join white fraternities, you know, have the whole lingo, everything look just like Connor. The only difference is they're black. Right. And if you're a black woman, it's a lot harder, right? Because at the end of the day, we're just taught you just gotta struggle through and you're gonna be okay, sis. Just hold it in and stay strong. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. The the fact of massage noir and the fact of the black woman's trope is that. Your worst enemy looks like you, right? And not only that, you want to support your worst enemy in this situation. Don't get us wrong, like, and this is me saying metaphorically, but like, but those dangerous things to me is black men. And we and we've talked about this in our personal conversations, right? When black men get enraged, y'all have so much power because the community surrounds y'all when it comes to supporting y'all. And we can look at like Breonna Taylor versus uh Mike Brown. Like the coverage difference, or I forgot her name. Oh man, I forgot her name. And it'll come to me later on. But it was a black girl who was an activist in her community. She was raped by a black guy after the protest and he ditched her body. They weren't able to find it for days. I don't even know if that guy ever saw a sentencing. Like black women and black femme people are, are the most endangered people in the community. Yet they're the strongest and, and literally the backbone of the community. The sad part about it is the thing that's supposed to protect us, black men, also berate us, use us to get strong, and then beat us down to be one level less. So at the end of the day, if Meg was a regular person, this would have never happened. Meg would probably be dead. <laughs> Meg would probably been dead either because the hospital wouldn't believe her, the police wouldn't believe her, and then Tory probably would have got tried to get retribution and try to kill us so there's no witnesses. And nothing would happen. 
That's truly my belief. And I think it terrifies me now, especially like now that I've studied it for so long. It's also because there's people like the Hebrew Israelites, right? Like these people who say like, oh, well, like black women, black people were the original Israelites and everything else. Now I share misinformation where you sound quite literally like white people who stormed the Capitol because we are uneducated. We don't have proper education. We're we are not a lot of proper education. Now that's nothing on ourselves. Like the government most definitely has something to do with it. Well, because there's been so much misinformation and lack of opportunity for education in our community, ready to believe anything and everything that tells us that we're greater than what we are today, that we're ready to put down LGBTQ people, Jewish people, and everybody else to believe that we are somewhat of value, to have somewhat a superiority. But if we just believed in ourselves for who we are, we'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> And it, and it drives me crazy and it makes me insane to a which some people are willing to go through. Like, I remember I was in OKC at a Juneteenth festival, nonetheless, and these black Israelites and stuff. And I was like, bro, what are you what are you doing? And they were only talking to black men. And I was like, what are y'all doing? And I was with D, my friend D. And, sh and these guys, they're like, you know, we are black Israelites. You know, we just trying to black own everything. We're trying to own everything we own, like our own water, like everything else. And I'm like, y'all are crazy. Like, th that's not possible. I believe in black liberation. <laughs> I've studied black liberation. I don't know what the fuck the black Israelites are doing, but it's not black liberation. And then they will like pull out the King James version of the Bible and read from it and yell. And I'm like, you're you're telling that our you're you're telling me our freedom is gonna come from this white man's Bible. Get another version at least. Like get the Ethiopian version of the Bible at least. But like it, it's it, it's it's beyond me and it's crazy to me. Now it really brings me a lot of concern when we like when I hear people talk about anti-Semitic or like anti-immigration or things of the nature is because at the end of the day, our freedom isn't gonna come from tearing down another community. It's most likely probably gonna come from joining in on communities on different issues that affect the both of us to get shit done. But you know, what do I know? I'm just a motherfucker sitting on a sitting on a podcast with a degree, hoping shit changes. You got two minutes. I'm sorry I took up most of that time. Um, I would just say most of my moment for it would be patriarchy fucking sucks. The patriarchy was created to benefit white men. Um, but the only reason the patriarchy runs is because it's a system of the devil. Because God is a black woman. I do believe that. Um, which is why I think black women have it so hard. Um, and the male gaze is a fucking bitch. Because all of us are convinced that living under the male gaze is easier than being against the male gaze. But then it's hard to define what is being against the male gaze when the entire society is built by the patriarchy. Um, so tough shit. Honestly, I want to study it some more, especially as it relates to race, because like you said, we've internalized, especially like black femme and black women, people have internalized like Eurocentric beauty standards. And I say that, I mean, very much so straight face, even with blonde hair, blonde straight hair in my head. And I know I'm joking know, about it, but yeah. No, but uh, it's like real shit. Like we have internalized Eurocentric beauty standards, like for whatever. It but just Eurocentric like, values, period. <laughs> and values, yeah, like the whole moment of like you know making your own and like very like individual and not community based like ideas. Like even that is very Eurocentric. So, um, I think it's just interesting. I think it's definitely something I want to research more on because I don't think I've studied it enough. But I think I've experienced a lot of the things that go into part of it. 
Um, and I think that's why I get so interested, but also offended by a lot of the topics that come up from it, just because it's like, damn, like this is reality. Like this is really why shit is so tough, especially for black people. Um, but yeah. Yeah. But okay. Well, we down into that today. All right. I we did. did. I, did I did my rant for the day, y'all. Like, <sighs> time left. Look at us. Ten seconds left, actually. You know, I'm good on making sure I clean up the time. Yeah. All right. 60 day challenge. We could talk about it for seven minutes. We honestly, we don't even probably need all that, honestly. You know, and it's okay because we took up time for the rest of them. So, yeah. 60 day challenge. If anybody knows, Glorilla, shit, it might not be. Uh, I don't give a fuck about our credit score because I might be rich as fuck tomorrow. Sorry, that's my favorite line from tomorrow. Um, if you know the the queen Glorilla, she's currently taking over the charts in terms of rap and hip hop music. Love that for her. So people from Memphis, shout out to the Memphis Inner City Rugby Club and Memphis Rugby, the Flamingos. Love y'all for for. Is Glove really involved with rugby? Did you just have to add that in there just now? No, nah, I just allow Memphis people. Uh, uh, or I could say Memphis partners. <laughs> Man, yeah, Memphis spirit. Because I'm like, I'm like, if Glorilla plays rugby, that is really a way in right now. Like, Bro, we can if, get you to see her at a competition. plays rugby, that would be lit. But I know that a would lot be hilarious. of Memphis people, we obviously don't want the time playing in Oklahoma, and they were just amazing. So. Okay. Shout out to all the Memphis rugby players. <laughs> I love that for you. Absolutely. Um, but explain what the 60 day challenge is about, Janella. All right. Shall I let me go let me go let me go look at our notes? Because y'all we put it in our notes where we have listed our intentions. No, don't be putting that out because we ain't we ain't solid on that just yet. We still got a couple of days. We are subject to change. We subject told ourselves to we have till December 31st at 10 p.m. Uh to say what our what our things are. I'm pulling it up now. All right, 60 days of purity based on Gorilla's 60 days. Our goal is to use these 60 days to focus and reflect on our intentions physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. We have set our goals with plans to achieve them. And so for both of us, we have, we're only allowed to drink water only. For illness, this can be broken with tea and ginger ale. For stomach issues, you must do moderate movement for one hour per day. No alcohol, no sex, no settling. Each participant must, with total effort, to must put forth a total effort to succeed at all tasks, whether major or minor. No half-ass shit. And journal weekly. We also have some personal things to ourselves. For example, I'm not allowed to eat pizza, or order DoorDash, or use TikTok, dating apps, uh, and things of that nature. So, and mine is my business for me to know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you're not allowed to speak into. If we break the rules, we have to pay the other person. If Makai doesn't mess up at all during these 60 days, uh, we're going to our Linux concert and it's going to be meet and greet. Little does she know I'm coming either way. It's my birthday weekend. I'm going for it. Honestly, I'm so excited for you to come to Chicago. I'm so excited. Oh, man. I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And it's outside those days. So we're going to be lit uh but i will say i was planning a um trip and it was during founders day weekend and i'm like oh i'm about to get lit it's about to be fun and i'm like wait founders day is during these 60 days of purity how in the hell <laughs> how in the hell am i going to enjoy founders day in dc with these 60 days of purity how am i going to enjoy founders day 
with these 60 days of purity with no dating apps, no alcohol. Crime, crime against humanity. Anything you want to say on this? Anything you want to get to? Um, I really want to just, I think it's most importantly for me for the 60 days, it's really like a moment of, like you said in the description, like about purity. Um, this year, 2023, we'll talk about it in a minute anyway, but 2023, I just really am going into it with no expectations. And I want it to be a moment where I can be as in touch with my highest self as possible. Because mm-hmm. um, I know, I feel like 23 is probably be such a definitive year for like my like young adult development. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to be wasted. Um, I never want any of my years of life to be wasted. So I feel like the 60 days would be a good kickoff. Um, I know, especially somewhere in my my personal things, I know I want to do something about reading more. Um, so that'd be interesting because I'll be reading for pleasure and reading for purpose and not reading for a grade. Yeah. All right, we're going to move to those eight minutes uh, now for 2022. Yeah. Um, and I want to go back on that like topic, uh, reading for just a sh- for leisure. So mm-hmm. weird. Like, I remember I picked up a book by uh, Bell Hooks and I was like, all right, it's like Communion by Bell Hooks. And I'm reading her like love trilogy or whatever. And like, I immediately got a pen and a paper and I was like, let me put this shit back down. I'm reading this for shits and giggles, not for not for, for an academic study. I, I, it is a weird concept because I do find myself sometimes like ready to read and like put a pen to paper and like, oh right. yeah, this is a good note here. This is a good note here. There's like one thing I was like, no, nah, I really got to underline this. She was like telling like what love is and what love looked like. So mm. like and I was like, girl, Miss Bell Hook bringing out the hook on us. But, okay. <laughs> I, but I do agree. Like it is very difficult to read for leisure as he have been reading for academia for a while. Mm. So I I I I say do it. It's, it's difficult at first, but once you do it, I found that I like finished a book in less than two days, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like I didn't know I still had it in me one, but also two, I was like, when I'm not rushing to a deadline, I just want to read a book to enjoy it, not for information. Different, but for mm-hmm. 2022, this year has been changing a lot. Um, I started the year in Oklahoma, as many of you know, I moved to Chicago. I started this year in college rugby. Now I'm a WPL player. Um, you know, it is You moved to Chicago earlier this year. Yeah. Why does and it feel I, like you've been there longer than that? Yeah, no, like I was looking back and they're like, post like six of your favorite pictures. And I'm like looking back and I'm like, wait, like I won a championship in January. Wait, I like won an award for rugby in March. Wait, I captained a team. Wait, 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 wait. Like, it's just so many things that have happened in 2022. And um, I was talking to somebody earlier. I was like, I feel very, like, I failed. And they're like, why do you feel like you failed? Like, you've done everything you could. Wait, like, did you graduate this year, too? I also graduated this year. <laughs> <laughs> why does it feel like Tom has, like, that doesn't feel like that happened this year? It doesn't. It doesn't. 2022 has been, for, like, a long year. But I was, at the same time, like, really fast. And so... I don't know, like, I don't know if anybody else felt this way. I feel like I've achieved a lot, but I feel like a failure. And, like, I felt like a failure. Hmm. Like, and it was weird to me because I was talking to somebody about it. I was like, man, I don't even know if I'm good. And my, my uncle was just like, Jamila, look where you are right now. <laughs> you got up and moved out. Right. 
Like you didn't just say, oh yeah, I want to get there. You went there. You're doing it. You're doing it now. <laughs> and so it, that's just something to me that I need to like recall that like I did a lot. And like I I I do a lot, <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, didn't you write two books? And I'm like, yeah, I did. Um, you know, like when your nose down in it, working hard, you don't realize how much work you've been putting into it. And so I think that's one lesson from 2022 is like, get up, wake up, and smell the fucking roses. Like I did a lot, not only like outwardly but inwardly as well this year. Um, and like made a lot of decisions. I was like, no, like, like especially towards the end of the year, I've like dedicated to like healing and all these stuff so yeah girl uh has been a year thank you for all the blessings thank you for the major changes you've made in my life um and yeah it's, it's been a great year all right what about you you got oh four minutes okay um 2022 i would say if anything just being this like on this year of life, I think mine would probably go to recognizing the cycles of myself and the patterns of myself in a a more intimate way than I think I've had in the past, um, which has been a really good experience just because it's made me a little bit more in touch with myself. Um, but just, I'm still very annoying. Like 2022 has been a very annoying year. Like, it's just been, like, really recognizing and holding myself accountable for those patterns has been frustrating just because it's, like, you recognize where you want to be better and you see where you are doing better, but then you also see where you aren't improving as much as you hope you were. And having to be mature enough to give yourself grace and love yourself enough to give yourself grace um, and recognizing that, you know just in the fact of recognizing those habits and trying to do whatever you can in those moments, like doing the best with what you got is pretty much like the thing of life now um, for me, especially as I'm going into the next year. So I guess we can start 2023 now. Yeah. Time for 2023. Oh shit. We, 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 yeah. we running. We, we on the roll. So I'm, like, All I'm right. ready. Like. All right. So 2023, let's, let's start with this. You are the person walking up the stairs to 2023. What are, what's, what's in your bag? What you taking with you? Shut up. And what no. are you leaving on them steps? I'm not. First of all, I want you to know that graphic of that pregnant woman. That's because that's what this is right now. The pregnant woman with the stiletto shoes going up the stairs. Um, We left her back in 2019. Okay. <laughs> so I'm walking up them not, stairs every year. Every year since I want to talk, maybe like since 2010. She been hitting them stairs. Walking up the oh. stairs. And you know what's so annoying about that graphic the most is that nobody had the fucking audacity to actually just like put an entire year over it. They just kind of changed the digit, you know? <laughs> so it'd be like 2010. And it wouldn't be a full 2011. Yeah, it wouldn't be a one on top of a zero. So it's kind of like, okay, I guess we 2011 now. Um, I would say the thing I'm leaving behind is Whichever, and this is me every year because I I saw this graphic and I think it was American Eagle or Aeropostle. I don't know if I still had this little like, like it was like a little advertisement, like the little things they put in your bag. We already talked about. I'm pretty sure the one where I was too fat to wear their clothes at the time. Is that the one? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. So this is when I used to go to stores that I couldn't fit any of their clothes because I was too fat. I just like torturing myself. Um, but what I did get is one of you their little like, advertisement squares. Yes, their little advertisement square, and it was a picture of and it was a white girl, ironically enough, with blonde hair. Um, and she was standing in front of the camera, and it was a close face shot. It was probably just this, and in front of her face, it said, "Are you who you were a year ago?" And I hung that on my wall and it, it didn't haunt me, but it haunted me because it was like, I never want to look back a year prior and recognize I'm the same Akai that I was. So I think as I go into 2023, what scares me the most about this next year is the fact that every year going in, I had an idea of what I would look like by December 31st of that year. Going into 2023, I have no clue what it is. It's like every year I was like, I'll be another year closer to graduating, or I'll be like, you know, another year closer to this, or I'll be like another year like about to do this, or I'll be finished with doing this. Like the end of this year was I knew that like by December 31st of 2022, I'd be a full fucking, I'm sorry, <laughs> masters. Okay. I got the video and everything. So um I knew by the end of this year I would be a master's. I don't know what I'm going to be or what Makai or what accomplishment or what changed myself will be present by December 31st, 2023. Um, But I'm excited because that's what I mean by having no expectations. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited because I'm like, whatever Makai comes, it won't be the same Makai that, the same Makai that answers. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And I told a story on a podcast that never got released because it was deleted and we don't know where the recording is. But I, I, one thing I will say is like the Makai I knew when I left Oklahoma, most definitely to be Makai. I'm going to see when you come to Chicago and I'm so excited to see you come to Chicago. You have no idea. It's like one of, it's one of, it's like one of those like things I budgeted for. Like you will be spending money. <laughs> so don't act like you're not budgeting some money. Um, Cause I'm like, yeah, we about to, um, have fun um but yeah for sure like you're not the makai uh that 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 i left oklahoma with you know right that's, that's not the same makai i i see before me and i'm pretty sure it's not gonna be the same makai i meet in chicago um which i'm grateful to say uh, I, I really do love my friends because they do push me to be better right i know i texted you and i was like bro like da 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 and you're like, Jamal, get on my face right now, right? Uh, but I think we've, we talked about it a lot on this podcast. A lot, a lot, a lot. Like, if you have not listened to this podcast before, please, you have time to go. Like, our, our episodes aren't going anywhere. Like, trust and believe. Like, if you want to go hear our older episodes. But you can hear from episode to episode how we grow. Um, and and I think it's so evident um, in this year. Like, who we were January 1 versus who we are now coming back to January 1. <laughs> And I told I'll tell this story now. I'll try to make it quick. But basically, there was a administrator who I knew very well at OU, um, who asked me what I was doing after graduation, and I said I was moving back to Texas. And they told me no. And they were basically like, Jamal, I see you in this place, um, like waiting for trains and living your best life in the city. And I was like, uh, I don't know about that. That's that's kind of weird. Like uh, I I think I actually kind of laughed in this woman's face. Um, lo and behold. Uh, she was speaking most definitely into the future for me uh, because now I live in Chicago and I wait for the train all the goddamn time in the cold. So um, I'm truly and and truly and honestly, like, I, I don't know what the next year holds. I can ask for it to hold some things for me, but I, I, I truly don't know what it holds. But I know for sure um, your girl's going to have to learn 
it's, it's, it's most definitely learn and be ready to go. That's that's one thing I've, I've learned in this whole situation with Southwest and stuff, right? Like, maybe you don't need all those goddamn bags. <laughs> maybe I don't. Like, even now, like, this is probably, I'm about to pack the lightest I've ever packed for a rugby tournament. Um, usually I have my bag and everything's, like, consolidable. Now I'm like, do I really even need this third bag? Like, I have my backpack, I have my game ba- my game backpack, and then I have a backpack for clothes. And I'm like, dude. Mm-hmm. I even need all that stuff. Um, and so um, I, I think those the lessons like that, I'm, I'm going to continue to learn, right? But also patience and grace, um, especially grace, giving it to myself and giving it to others is something. And in 2023, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to do that TikTok thing where I eat 12 grapes and state my intentions and, and, and under the table with red underwear on so I can find love. Um, not, that, <laughs> not, that I, not that I don't know love, but I know love. I would like to know love in a relationship. Uh, thank you so much. I feel like we monogamous. Um, unless 2023, I find out I'm polyamorous. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think that's the one for me. Uh, but like remaining, just staying true to self, that's, that's for sure. Because I know we talked about the podcast before, but it's okay to date somebody, but do you? can you date you? And while you're dating somebody, I'll still date you, right? And um I, I've had so many personal experiences on that. I mean, we're going to talk about another day. I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about dating after college, like how is dating different after college and things of that nature. And like, what do you talk to your parents about now that you're out of college? Because you, what do I tell you? What, Mom, how are you doing? Good. How is work? Great. Anything else you want to talk about? Nope. <laughs> and, and then now it's getting really real because people are like talking about marriage and kids, right? And it's like, also, shout out to all my friends who got married, who are getting married, got engaged this year. Um, there's a lot of you. I'm not going to say your names, but I'm proud of y'all. Shout, shout out to y'all finding love. Y'all give me hope. But like one of the discussions we've had previously is like finding love. Is it can can you find love and chase your career? We're going to find out in these 60 days. <laughs> if, if for those of you who aren't watching us, Makai is making faces at me because I'm a hopeless romantic. And I think I'm going to find love in the rain. And we're going to kiss and we're going to hold and they're going to have cute coffee dates and shit. Oh, yeah, because we have matching tattoos. Because we wear our hearts on our sleeves. I wish I would have thought that the road when I did this with you. Oh. Only thing I have to say following that about 2023, yes, I'm going to be under a table with red underwear on eating 12 grapes on midnight. I sure am. <laughs> I absolutely am. With money in um, our pockets. And with salt money in our pockets. Okay, because, but I will say, I'm going to have to look. I only have a couple of days because it's like, what, a couple of days before New Year's to look it up because I was under the table last year. I doubt I had on red underwear, but I did hear that last I year. I packed red underwear table. for this situation. I have on underwear ready. And I think I'm interested to see what I find when I look it up because I did it last year and I sat at the table, but I was so unclear at what I was doing. So I think I sat in there for like however many minutes. Like, yeah, it's only supposed to have to be there under a minute or something, like a minute before and a minute after. But um, I was on there probably for like five or seven minutes. I don't know what I can say. I doubt I was wearing any underwear. I know I didn't have any graves, but I will say it's interesting of when you go into things with, with one intention, but the universe grants you something else. And I think that's what's important about going into like years with like resolutions and everything and like, you know, goals. It's like I was under that 
under that table thinking I was going to go into that year finding love in a different way, a more meaningful, healthy way. And in my head, when I did it, I thought that was going to be a relationship with another person, but end up being, learning everything. Like I got the intention I wanted, but it was more so a personal experience. Um, so as we all are under the tables with red underwear and grapes in our yes. mouths, you know, and, and running around the house with luggage so we can travel um, and all of these things. And have money in your the, hand. And money in your hands. Like think about what you're doing. The Why are you setting these intentions? And what kind of life are you really asking the universe to help you build and be open for whatever that is because I realized this year I did a lot of complaining about not getting that under the table magic that I thought I was getting but reflecting back over it in a you know retrospective manner I'm realizing I got exactly the magic I needed to get this year um so yeah do your research and also in 2023 apparently you're not supposed to do your vision boards until early February because we're in some type of Mercury retrograde or Mercury shadow retrograde or something. It's all I, you. It's all you. This all you, know, you. Don't ask me no questions. You know, I'm no astrology. I get all my astrology. Um, if, if somebody sends me an astrology chart, what do I do? I send it to Makai. I'm like, Makai, can you please translate? You send it to me. You tell me what should you be worried about. Um, And I think... I believe the whole moment of Mercury being in retrograde and the whole shadow period. So if you want to be on the safe side, just use the first month of this year to just kind of think about what your goals are and ask yourself why you want them. Um, and then start making your vision boards on the beginning of February. But in reality, do what the fuck you want. Like, I understand the whole moment of like, why are we making goals in the middle of a dead winter when in reality we shouldn't be actually setting intentions until the end of the Zodiac, which would be like in February, beginning March, uh, beginning March, like Pisces season kind of moment. Um, but do what the fuck you want. Like, you set your own intentions. This is your life. The universe is yours to, you know, manipulate and have fun with. So let that be that. That's my moment. I'm sorry. Um, Let's wrap her up. Yeah, because I got, like, 15 minutes. And then I got to get... Uh, So I would say I agree with Makai. Like, set, like for me personally, I'm actually kind of worried because I won't have time to actually... Hopefully tomorrow on the ride to Texas... I can like sit and write a little bit and reflect and journal because I know that's very important to me. Like birthday, new year, you sit, reflect your journal, you think about like life and all those good things. Uh, but yeah, I most definitely will be eating 12 grapes, uh, wearing red underwear, sitting under a table at a rugby function is probably unsafe. <laughs> but we'll see if I get there. And maybe somebody like ground it, like maybe there's like a group of us who do it together. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I definitely feel like, especially once you explain it to people, I feel like somebody's going to do it with you. Somebody's going to do that shit with me, bro. And But be I careful. Don't let that hoe sit too close to you under the table because if they still got magic and end up marrying somebody, that's how you know they got the magic that was meant for you. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't, you know me. I'm like, if it was meant for me, it will come to me. But uh, I, 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 hey, look. I'll try to be, be a higher with, being if, on my if, stealth. If you're real magic, if you're going to huh? be playing with magic, you better make sure you play with magic the right way. We're not going to talk about me and playing with magic right now. <laughs> oh, you know what? We, yeah, let's come on. Mm-mm. Let's wrap it up because we're not. We got to wrap it up because we can't put this on. We can't put this on we're tape. We're not going to put that on the podcast. We're not going to put that on the this, podcast. This isn't, this isn't for the podcast. Maybe another day. Maybe when I'm healed, partnered, we can talk That's about it. That's the one we're on the Patreon and people want the real tea. Okay. <laughs> that's what that's for. 
let's just say if magic passes me by and it wasn't meant for me, I'm let it go. <laughs> I've had my experiences. I'm so good. What's meant for me will come and what's not will let it go. Boom. All right. Before we end this podcast, I know we've said it multiple times before, but we're going to say it again. Makai, Seth Hemphill. Can I, can I say what? M.A. Am I correct, Master of Arts? Yes, M.A. In human relations. From the University of Oklahoma. Is human relations correct? Human resources. Human from resources. the Department of Human Relations. From the Department of Human Relations. HR is HR. <laughs> okay, no, HR and HR, literally. HR and HR. <laughs> we know who to call. <laughs> is there anything you want to say? Please go ahead and give your graduation speech. I would like to say thank you to my haters um, because God bless y'all too. Um, I literally just made the TikTok today. That's why I say that like a little scissor sound. Girl, my TikTok, um, I'm like. <laughs> I think I would like to say that graduation was a big feat. I'm really happy that I was able to do it. Um, I really don't know what's gonna come from it. I know like, you know, blessings, opportunities will fall from it because you know the work that was winning, but more than anything, I think I was just I'm more so proud of myself and proud of my community and support system for helping me get this far because it's truly something that I recognize that like I am the first in my bloodline to do. Um, and I think that that's just so I, I just I, I'm just taken back by thinking about that like you know like all my ancestors before can only even dream about being in those places that I've like you know been in for the last four years or even being on like campus period like I have ancestors that that was literally like I am my ancestors wildest dream yeah truly like truly hold on I am my ancestors wildest imagination like literally like and and sexy with it too like oh Sometimes I wake up, you know, people like put on makeup and everything. I I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord often. I'm like, God, thank you for making me good looking. <laughs> Somebody told me I had a pretty privilege the other day. And I was like, the I'm like, I know I worked hard to get here. If you knew me in high school, if you knew me like freshman year of college, you know I ain't had no pretty privilege. I ain't had no pretty privilege. It was pure personality. <laughs> pure personality. But boy, boy, I done came up, seen the other side of the mountain, and somehow hey. I got pretty privileged. Because with and that, it's something I else. get to think less to get where I need to be. Well, I guess I got pretty privileged. I'm, I'm so sorry. So oh, you fine, because I'm glad you said that, I'm because... Sorry. Another thing with graduation is, and I got to do it looking good. Like, fuck, like, it should cost a billion to look this good. Hold on, I'm going to just, for the kids on YouTube, just for the kids on YouTube. And if you want to see, go on my Instagram and you can find it. But for the kids on YouTube, it's just the way... The way everything, like, it was it was such a come-together moment, and I'm just grateful to God that everything came together, because I literally told myself, graduating from all you needed to be my picture-perfect moment. Like, I need to be, needed to be able to look back over it and tell myself, this was what I needed, because P.O. 
uh, it, the way everything came out so perfectly. Like we had tested this shot at so many different locations, and this was the one that came out the best, baby. P O V, you are my degree. I was. Lying. I could not have asked for a better graduation season, a graduation experience, even with all the craziness, even with my car getting totaled, even with me literally getting like fucking done shits for my fucking test like multiple times even with all the extra drama I went through even with all the crazy full moons I went through even with all the crazy serendipity moments that I had to go through on my job you know like the things I had to experience the people I had to see the 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 cycles that had to end everything like it was a perfect perfect year but now we just need to see what comes next and I would say with that graduation if anybody's in school get through it you can do it and just realize that life is not ending after school like even as you put all this hard work into it and you think that like this is going to be it and once you do this hard work everything's going to make sense that's a fucking lie it's not at all this shit only gets more confusing if not you know more fucking treacherous after you graduate so enjoy the simplicity of those ramen noodles and chicken nugget dinners because after that you're going to feel like shit being drunk thank you being drunk don't hit the same All I got to say is one round of applause. But also two. For those of you who don't know, me and Makai are actually great personal friends. I have seen so much growth in you and so much resilience. Especially this last semester. This last semester, you finished it. It ain't finished you. (laughs) Okay. You, you finished it, okay? It, it didn't finish you. It was tough. Every, like, I feel like I was calling you, I was checking on you, I was making sure you was okay, and you was like, I'm just get through it. I'm gonna get through it. And he was like, look, like, it's, it's something's been on the other side, but I'm gonna just get through it. And I'm proud of you for it. And I'm I'm tremendously proud. It's It's been a it's been a pleasure and honor to see you succeed the way you do, and I know you're gonna continue this. And I'm just like, yeah. And it's something about me, for those who don't know, I love seeing my friends win. I don't give a damn what I don't I don't care what type of day I'm having. I love seeing my friends win. Like I know how hard you work to get there, to be where you are and where you want to go. It's a bad bitch. It's so gay. I love you. It's a bad bitch. Oh. It's a bad bitch. And I don't know who's gonna have the pleasure and honor to say that you are their partner. But that is one lucky motherfucker. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, and one bow motherfucker too, because I'd be glad when I meet that nigga too, honey. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, where have you been? <laughs> okay, where have and you like, been? I can't, it's not like I can jack you up. So I'm be like, well, nigga, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> Something tells me he's foreign though. Like I really am starting to think that. Like he's not from America. I, I think I'm gonna take that trip to Brazil. Y'all been telling me about. <laughs> Different podcasts, different podcasts. Cause girl, you gotta go get ready. Let's get off this. Let's get off this. What's podcast. that? Uh, the shark type of shit that they're doing on TikTok. That was uh, I forgot what it's called. But that and uh, what I was gonna say, we might have to do a Chicago special. I don't have to give a studio time. <gasps> that would definitely work. And I get somebody else to edit that. that shit while we go get drunk. 
Oh, like real quick. Girl, forget that. That's our live. That's our live episode. The hell just go straight after. No edit, no cut. Just go. Like it don't even. No, this is a pregame for the Ari Linux show. <laughs> no, literally, like no hard. If we say something we regret, too bad. It's on the World Wide Web now. It's over. Let me make sure I have a job first. Let me. I have a job. I don't know if we can just release uncut right now. <laughs> There's a lot of change. We, you we, be, we better I, have some some talking cards, okay? You better have some talking cards and some points that you bring up and don't get off of those points. She that'd be the game, okay? I'm be like, <laughs> all right. I have to go run impact and get dressed yeah, and yeah. wash my ass. So this has been the other center cop podcast. Please follow us on social media at the Other Southerners Podcast on Instagram at OTH Southerners on Twitter. I don't know how long I'm gonna be on Twitter, but we're still on Twitter right for right now. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe, like, share on YouTube at the Other Southerners Podcast. Again, I'm Ricardo Jamalari, otherwise known as Southern Heat. That right there, hopefully I'm pointing to the right direction. But that right there is my. Co-host Makai Seth Hanfield, also known as the Diamond of Dallas Diamond. You can follow us also on our personal social medias. But just know, if the tea ain't sweet, it ain't Southern, baby. Thank you all so much for listening to us. We really appreciate y'all for listening to us for another for a year, a whole year. Wait, wow. we only we started this podcast this year? No, we've been we've had a podcast for over a year. Oh, over here. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah, we've been having this for over a year. So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you so much for giving us the reason to do this podcast. Sorry you haven't released that many, but please let's listen. Hey, Jamila, Makai, get your shit together. You're out of school. You can record a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can make some time. Maybe we week. can. Maybe we can. Maybe we're so fucking busy making money. We only want to go to sleep when we're done with the day. But I you don't know that because you're I not like... interacting with your host. All I got to say is, if y'all want to know why I'm done messing with magic, Oh, well, I gotta live my mess. <laughs> I'm messing around with magic. Y'all gotta give us some views. Y'all gotta get some Apple podcast so you give me this Patreon access. So y'all can get the story times. The story times that can't make YouTube. You wanna know why my car got totaled? You have to ask us that because that Those was a traumatic experience. I'd love to tell you about it. Okay. Patreon subscribers only. Only fans. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Y'all not getting paid, but I'm not getting paid for that. Just all right, we're done with y'all. Please, let's do it. Love you guys. Love y'all so much. Happy holidays. Be safe. And oh, if you're no. in the airport, it gets better. Oh God. Goodbye. And we're.